In this episode, we look at two different approaches to changing behavior and break down which one is best. Get excited because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps. Big change. another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I want to look at behavior change. More specifically, I want to look at the difference between utilizing willpower to create behavior change and just changing your environment as a whole. I want to compare and contrast these two, and I also want to introduce the idea that originally came to me from the book Good Habits, Bad Habits by Wendy Wood. Highly recommend you pick that up. So this should be a super good episode. Now, as an immigrant to the United States, the right to vote is incredibly important to me. And as citizens, it's our chance to have our voices heard and have some say in the direction this country goes. The right to free and fair elections is the reason that the U.S. became the powerhouse that we are. And even though things in the country may feel a bit perilous right now on all sides, the right to share our voices is the thing that will get us where we need to go. This year, more than 160 million projected voters cast their ballot, shattering records. We want to know what motivated you to participate in an election that'll help us deliver a democracy where we all can thrive. We've heard from first-time voters, those who stood in line for hours, and those who were moved to tears knowing how important their vote was. If you or someone you know had trouble voting, or if there's any other experience you'd like to share, let your story be heard now. Visit andstillivote.org slash your-story-matters to join the fight for voting voting rights today. That's andstillivote.org slash your-story-matters to join the fight and share your voice today. This ad was paid for by the Leadership Conference Education Fund. So we are all trying to change our behavior in order to create change in our lives. And hopefully, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you should realize that that is the key. The actions we engage in on a daily basis, the behaviors that we act on create the foundations for the rest of our lives. Sure, there may be things we don't control, but we can't worry about those. All we can do is focus on changing our behavior. But how do we actually do that? Over the years, I've approached this topic from a number of angles, and I've argued that ultimately all of the different tools in the self-help toolbox are just there to aid in this process. Journaling, meditation, affirmations, all of these things, they're just there to help us take the right actions and avoid the wrong ones. But that's not enough. If it was, then no one would ever have issues with changing behavior. We'd all just start journaling or going to therapy, see the issue, and immediately start doing the right thing. So what else is going on here? Well, one thing we need to realize is that we are human beings. This means that we cannot make linear progress in most things. We just aren't capable of it. We may start taking the right action, but eventually we're going to get bored or tired or hungry or any number of other things that will distract us. No matter what we do, progress will always be up and down. doesn't matter how efficient we try to be. Every piece of progress will be met by a little bit of needing to take a break. 
According to the University of Scranton, 92% of people who set New Year's resolutions never achieve them. Now, here's the thing. I've used this study before, and there are a lot of other studies that I've used on this show. They give different numbers. So I'm not 100% positive that 92 is the correct number or 89 or some other studies say 70. Ultimately, though, it doesn't matter. The point is that most people try using willpower to accomplish those resolutions and they fail spectacularly. We all think that if we just show up and set the goal, then we're going to be more likely to take action. And while that can be true, you certainly are more likely to take the right actions if you are stopping to think about what those actions are. It's not enough. Something we need to accept about our own humanity is the limitations that it creates. Something I tell you all the time is that you need to record your actions, right? This is this is a recommendation I make. So, for example, if you're trying to change your financial habits, then you need to write down every transaction you make. The idea here is that being conscious of your activity is the first step to changing it. This is still true, but it's not the full story because being conscious of your activity is required to change it, but it doesn't lead to change by itself. Just knowing what you are doing wrong isn't enough to actually change it. In fact, becoming aware of what you do may actually lead to more frustration as you struggle to wonder why you can't do anything about it. Why, even though you have the information, even though you know where you are screwing up. You can't seem to consistently do something about it. The natural response to becoming more conscious of your activity is to create a plan and stick to it, but that relies too much on willpower. And as I've suggested in past episodes, willpower is kind of not a good thing to rely on when it comes to change. So what can we do instead? In the book, Good Habits, Bad Habits, Wendy Wood talks about the difference between utilizing self-control or willpower and changing your context. She discusses the role each plays in your personal development and how each can help or hurt you. So let's first define what the context she's referring to is. My understanding is that your context is the environment you live in, the people you are around and the world or society you inhabit. It's all the externals that have subtle and not so subtle effects on your behavior each and every day. It's the economy. It's whether or not a Walmart moved into your town. It's whether or not you live in a food desert. There are all of these things that you have no control over that affect your ability to take action each and every day. And then there are things that you do have some control over that still externally affect your ability to take action. This is the context. The bottom line, it's far more effective to change the environment, the context that you live in, than it is to be around temptations and rely exclusively on willpower. We've discussed similar ideas here on the podcast, but I think we can finally make this one crystal clear. If you're trying to change your financial habits or your relationship habits or anything else in your life, it's going to be significantly harder to do so if you live in the same kind of environment that created those habits in the first place. You developed that bad habit of swiping your credit card or purchasing more than you need to because you live in an environment that makes it incredibly easy to do so. From how easy it is to purchase online with just one click down to the plethora of ads you are seeing on a day-to-day basis. You became the type of person who's always looking for the next girl or guy because you use the apps that make it easy to be that person. 
it's too easy to swipe left or swipe right. And so there's no longer a sense of sticking it out to see whether or not this can work. There is simply, well, something else, something better is right in the next swipe. You started snacking more than you want to because the snacks are there, easily accessible and within reach. And it doesn't just stop there. The environment you live in, the people you are around and how their habits affect you, the world you live in and what messages it prioritizes, all of these things affect your behavior on a day to day basis. Willpower just can't compete with that. No one is strong enough, quote unquote. No one is going to be able to push through all of that consistently across every area of their life. So it's just not a good way to create change and it's not a good way to achieve your goals. So here's the good news. Your inability to be consistent in your goals isn't because you're just bad or incapable of change. Honestly, it's not entirely your fault. You are a victim of the environment you live in. I am a victim of the environment I live in. We are all victims of the context that we reside in. The world we inhabit affects our behavior by affecting the realm of possible choices that we see available to us. So it's not entirely your fault, but it is up to you to change it. Change your environment. Change the things you control. Change the world you live in. Do this and you'll see change in your behavior as well and the behavior of those around you. How? Stop buying the snacks when you go to the store. By not having them in the house, it makes it significantly easier not to snack unconsciously. Operate on a cash-only philosophy with purchases. This means you are only purchasing things that you can actually pay for in that moment. Now, of course, this isn't going to always be possible. Sometimes you have to reach for that credit card for those truly important, critical purchases that you just cannot avoid. But if you operate 80%, 50%, 60% of your life in a cash-only system, it becomes significantly easier to manage the amount of money that you are working with and to spend less than you are right now. Change the people around you if you must. This might mean asking those you love to help you avoid bad behavior, or it might mean cutting other people out of your life. The degree of extreme you need to go is going to be up to you, but this area does need to be changed. Either the people that are around you and supposedly support you need to help you to change your behavior by modifying their own behavior, or some people might have to go. And I'm never a fan of letting go of people. I'm never a fan of, oh, cut the toxic people out. I don't like that philosophy. But the people you are around does affect you in massive ways. That is a fact. Knowing that fact, we just have to decide what is the right move for us. And then finally, change the world that you live in. Get involved in politics. Get involved in your community. Volunteer in the larger world around you. Do what little each individual person can to push things in a direction that is in your benefit and in the benefit of those around you, in the benefit of your family. Do what you can to change the world. You may not be able to have a massive effect, but if you sit around living in that context and then complaining that you're not able to do the things you want, but you did not do anything to help, what is there to complain about? So none of this is easy. I don't want to sit here and pretend like now that I've laid it out, you just need to go do it. I I get it. It's tough. I struggle with all of this, but it is the path forward. 
So we either need to accept that and keep working towards it, keep trying, keep getting back up when we fall off, or just decide that change isn't for us, which I know no one listening to this podcast is going to do. So I hope this was helpful. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I've been Greg Clunas. Be sure to click subscribe wherever you are listening. I encourage you to check out Tiny Leaps Plus if you haven't already. Tiny Leaps Plus is the premium community for listeners of this podcast where we are meeting once a month, creating resources to help support you in your day to day, trying to help you set better goals and holding you accountable to those goals. All of this is available for $5 a month inside Tiny Leaps Plus. Head over to tinyleapsplus.com to learn more. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.